Good evening, everyone. Or good morning. Or good afternoon. Or good day. I'm glad you're able to join us here for uh, this time, where we are going to be presenting to you the finest collection of three-line dialogue stories that we have. In these stories, you're going to hear tales of creatures, adventurers, students, lovers even. You're going to hear the creation of some characters that eventually make it onto the main show itself. You're going to hear ideas that are squandered away in just three lines, and we should continue more. And there are some things that are so beautiful that all they need is three lines. You do not need to have listened to the first collection of the three-line dialogue, though we do reference some of those scenes during this time. But don't worry, you won't be missing out on too much if you missed that one. If you did miss the first one, you will be confused about like what the premise of this is. Uh, needless to say, two of us are in a scene. One of us says a line. The other says the second line. The first person says the third line. And in those three lines, it must establish who you are, where you are, and how you know each other in that scene. This is how we warm up for Night's Quest. I hope you enjoy this selection. And please, relax. Get a glass of wine or hot chocolate water, because you should be drinking more water anyway, and enjoy Three Line Dialogue, Volume 2. Bernie, Bernie, you you are late coming back to the hive, Bernie. You were assigned to go get four bits of pollen for the hive, and you came back late with only three. How do you explain this, Bernie? Bernie? Uh, mistress, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was I was out buzzing around, and I was having such a lovely day seeing all the flowers and the, and the, the trees and the, the pollens, and I must uh, confess that I met a butterfly, and we, oh, uh, we got to talking in one of the flowers, and then they mugged me, and so oh, you know how it no. is, and I was had to scramble to get these last three. I'm so sorry. Please don't kill me like you do everybody else. What the fuck? Bernie, I am sorry <laughs> that you were mugged by a butterfly, but... You have failed to produce your honey quotient. Quota? Quota is the word, Bernie. And for this, you will be uh, killed, I guess. I'm, I'm so sorry, but that's the way it goes in our hive, Bernie. I get it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I really, had, I really had nothing for the end there, yeah. <coughs> Man. Wow. What a ride. Yeah. Jake, you okay? That was... I, at no point, could tell you what was going to come next. <laughs> Neither could I. Neither could I. Wow. That was fun. I enjoyed yeah. that ride just as much as you guys. Oh, I'm Bernie. glad. Bernie. I feel like <laughs> Bernie. But, but, Bernie. I was trying to think of... Like, that. that was... I wish I had come up with a better name that sounds like the word B, but Bernie is what came out, so... That yeah. name is, like, going in the annals of history alongside, <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah, no, I can't remember it either. Um, we're all thinking of that boy. Uh, yep, yep. Fontelroy. 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 
Yes. If Fatal Roy doesn't become its own spinoff, I mean, oh, really. man, we have. Please tell me we have that one recorded. I can't yeah, remember. We got Fatal okay, Roy. Good. We oh, got Fatal Roy yeah. saved forever. <laughs> okay. Good. Good. Okay. Um. What do we got here? All right. Uh. Little. Jar- Jared. Uh, let's see what you got for your science experiment today. This should be real interesting after what you've presented the last few years, Jared. Um, yes. Um, I, uh, have created a, um, a, 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 a visual aid to show my, um, my hypothesis, which is that water is flammable. And if you <laughs> see... Um, underneath this tinfoil, I have a glass baking sheet filled with, you guessed it, water. <laughs> and if I place these two electrical diodes in the water, oh, it doesn't look very exciting, but how? Inside the container, a magical scientific reaction is taking place, and the hydrogen <laughs> is being separated from the oxygen. Watch. Uh, that was it, <laughs> Mr. Johnson, the gym teacher. <laughs> Jared, you know I've got three rules when we're in my gym, which is where this science fair is taking place. Rule one, the the boys always win the dodgeball fights. Rule two, uh, keep your socks on. And rule three, no fire. You just broke that rule, automatic F. Ah, so. damn it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't know what it was about that voice, but I was losing it. It was so like, it was so like panicked, but in a very restrained way. I was I was trying to channel everything. Um, Yes. Yeah. This is Starfleet Command ship. You have entered into quadrant six four delta niner, and which is a restricted area. And if you cannot produce clearance codes, we shall open fire. Uh, Ship designated Clarion, how do you respond? Uh, Yeah, yeah. my name's uh, Hank. Uh, I usually clean the bathrooms. Um, I got out of the bed when I was done cleaning the bathrooms, and everyone on the ship appears to be dead. Uh, I don't know how that happened. Um, And then you called, and then I answered, and now I don't know what to do. Uh, I peed my pants a little bit because of terror, and now I have to go clean that up as well, because I am, as I said, the bathroom cleaner. Um, how, how, how about you? Please hold. If he's, if he's the only one on the ship, we can't, we can't let that ship in here. That's, everyone's dead. What if the, what if whatever killed them is still on the, no, no, what if whatever killed them is still on the ship? What if Hank is the monster? We don't know. We don't know this Hank. No, I'm not. I'm not. Okay, fine. (laughs) Hank. We are going to be sending you a prompt that will appear on your touchscreen. Select all the pictures that contain a taxi cab (laughs) to prove you are not a robot. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my gosh. That was really good. <laughs> there were so many good beats in that. I think we're ready. That was really good. We're ready. Oh my god. For the best episode ever at this rate. Oh my gosh. Can I'm we hacking up blood? Quincy. You have been my faithful golf caddy for mm, a fortnight. Which driver do you think I should use on this next straightaway here on the King's Green? <laughs> what say you, Quincy? Well, well, Mr. Percival, uh, I would say the three-wood, or is it the four-wood? One is marginally... More powerful, but less accurate than the other. But, forgive me, Mr. Percival, I cannot remember which. Quincy, I swear on all that is holy, if you don't use the correct names for these <laughs> goddamned clubs. As we all know, the correct names for the clubs are as follows... The brassy, the spoon, the baffing spoon, the driving iron, the cleek, the mid-mashy, the mashy iron, the mashy, the spade mashy, the mashy niblick, the pitching niblick, and the iron niblick, and the jigger. Now will you please hand me a cleek so I can sink this fat shot, Quincy? <laughs> Let it be known, Jake... That was a clearly Googled that list right now. I can see the screen but glowing on his face. What yeah, is, is it a list of British names for golf clubs or what? Th this is a list of obsolete names for golf clubs, yes. Wow. Uh, okay. So it, this is that information is that I had before, uh, but I just needed specifics for the sake of this three line. <laughs> I have never heard those words in my life. And you never That's will beautiful. again because they, they sound a yeah. little bit like racial slurs. I was going to say they sound like types of currency in Harry Potter. <laughs> and the two oh my goodness. <laughs> Which also sound and like racial slurs. You know, yeah, they kind of well, do. It, yeah, a little bit. Fucking galleon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is... <laughs> I don't like the direction this bit is going. <laughs> well, I'm so glad all of you... Uh, you know, we're tuning in tonight to the Big Fancy Golden Statue Man Awards mm -hmm. 2021. And it is finally time to announce the award you've all been waiting for. Best Mustache in a Film About Dogs. I know. It's the award of the year. Woo! Everyone's on their Woo! hands and knees. We, our contestants are on the screen. And, of course, we're going to have to give it to... It was unanimous. Everybody who voted in America and in the secret... Uh, bourgeoisie elite board members board oh. all agreed we gotta give it to Frank Frankman for his role as big hunky man in dog movie give it up wow. for Frank Frankman Frank Frankman wow Frank you got anything you want to say I love you Frank wow I mean thank you so much uh, <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne this has been uh a dream come true. Um, ever since I was a small lad, I've always wanted a mustache. And I thought, <laughs> why half-ass it? You gotta go the whole way. So I dedicate this award 
to my mother, without which I wouldn't have a mustache. And um, I'd like to thank the Secret Bourgeoisie Academy. <laughs> and uh, and also world peace. All right. Thank you, Ozzy Osbourne. I'm going to take my trophy and go home now. Thank you, Frank Frankman. And just so you know, you can cash that trophy in at any Costco for a free hot dog. <laughs> They're already cheap. Why would you need them free? I know. That's yeah. the worst deal ever. <laughs> Good night, America. <laughs> wow. God, I miss, I miss like, Emmy Award host Ozzy Osbourne. That was my favorite evolution Wait. of Ozzy. Yeah, I, I don't want to gloss over the fact that you said everyone in the audience is on their hands and knees. I definitely heard that. I was like, wait, what does that mean? Did you mean to say they're on their feet? What, did I, I yeah. genuinely don't remember saying that? <laughs> no, you definitely said hands and knees. <laughs> oh no. Uh, like you were talking about like you're talking about a movie involving a dog. So I was like, are they all pretending to be dogs while they're I cheering? Think I meant, like the phrase like you're all you're all very excited. Right. So you're all on your feet. <laughs> so you are all like praying and paying homage to I don't know. I don't Let's do the next one. Yeah, Let's I thought the maybe they one. were just really they just really liked pretending to be dogs for this I, movie I about a dog. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Charlotte's Salon where we will we aim to give you the makeover you deserve and that you that you need for your life circumstances. Uh if you'll follow me this way through the fashion aisle, uh, we yes. can get started on picking out the outfit that's going to make you the most you you can be. Uh, I'm, I'm, well, I'm not Charlotte. She's actually, uh, she's actually left the company for quite a few years now, but I'm Cheryl and people get our names mixed up all the time. Uh, but is where where would you like to start on your fashion adventure? Well, um, thank you, Cheryl, for making time in your busy schedule. I can see you are jam packed with customers. Um, I am uh, uh an employee of the IRS, and oh, I have God. been told that I only wear one color, and it is a soft beige, and it does not complement my hair. I have been single. For 53 years. And that does include from birth. So, I need some help. Name me... Hold on. Name me one person who is not single from birth, you ass clown. No, no, I got what he meant. Like, like, like he was saying, I've been single forever, and not, I've been single for 53 years after a relationship. Cheryl? 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 I don't know if you were talking to someone else, but I'm in need. I'm so sorry, sir. I got distracted. One of our other employees is very is very uh, particular about syntax. <laughs> if you'll just if you'll just follow me right this way, you'll find a great assortment of off beige. It really it really just pops. It's there's very subtle differences. I think off you'll really beige. like what you'll find. <laughs> You're brilliant. <laughs> wow. 
the twist oh, yeah the twist is that Cheryl's salon is actually boring as hell yeah <laughs> nobody expected that that's why I'm here that's why I'm here <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I'm from the IRS and we're here to audit your business <laughs> that would have been the better twist no that was no, fun was, though yeah that was good I was too invested in getting that help no, he, he he's he's a very uh he's a very quiet and polite man who doesn't have a super colorful personality, but he's doing his best. He or wants wardrobe. to look good. I can respect that. He's <laughs> okay. very charismatic. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Please tell me you got that reference. He's very charismatic. I don't think so. It's from the Princess of the Frog. Uh, they're Ooh, both so frogs, and she's while. confronting him about, like, why they're frogs, and he <laughs> says that he got turned into a frog because he made a deal with the Shadow Man, and that she's like, I do you remember. want to make a deal with the Shadow Man? He was very charismatic. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Welcome, everyone, to Blue's Sleazies, where we got the finest jazz this time, <laughs> this side of the city. I want everyone to give a warm round of applause for the amazing dark trumpet man. <laughs> Who also does scat performances. Give it up. <clears throat> this is a weird prompt you've given, sir. Just <laughs> give it up. Uh, thanks, I'll be here all week. Give it up for Ducks. Duck Trumpet Man. Yeah. Blue get to tip. Sleazies. Blue Sleazies. <laughs> Definitely gonna need a uh, a blue sleazies shirt. Um, I can see the logo right. Now. Yeah, the neon sign. Keeping uh, it. Sleazy. I really just wanted to hear your trumpet sound effect. Yeah. I really did. Can I? I'm gonna try the blue sleazies tonight. Yeah, I want your special. <laughs> yeah, can I have the? Can I have the the sleazy? <laughs> the sleazy. Yeah, it's actually a drink. I want to taste that. Yeah, that checks oh, out. Man. Okay, Mike. Sorry for sorry for knocking on your bedroom window in the middle of the night, but I gotta talk to you. Okay. Uh, you know that weird crystal we found out in the woods, and we agreed that we wouldn't tell anybody about it. And we were just gonna leave it alone and pretend we never found it. So I couldn't help myself. I went back and I picked it up, and now I think I have the superpowers of flight and and super strength. But also my arms fell off. Mike, what? I don't know what to do, Mike. We got We gotta come up with a plan here. This was Josh, this was almost the plot to Apex Predator. Oh. Josh. Hey Josh, hold on a second. Hold on. Let me get my glasses on. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. I can definitely confirm those things are true because yep. I live on the fourth floor and you're just hovering outside <laughs> without any arms. So I think probably the best call, Josh. He's just have you come back in the morning? I'm, I'm tired. We stayed up all night last night exploring the cave. <laughs> Alright. Yep. Uh, 
I mean, I, I also don't have to sleep anymore, so I guess I'll just keep flying around the world, I guess? I mean, I have, like, a free eight hours now, so sure, I'll come back in the morning. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, Big help. Josh, the armless wonder. <laughs> yeah, and then he... Also, he also Nathan, I love how your response to that prompt wasn't a yes and, it was just <laughs> a yes. <laughs> All of the things you have said are true. Ended. I said I'm on the fourth floor. <laughs> that was that was funny. Yeah, you've, yeah. you've you've confirmed everything the other person has said. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> that was okay. good. That was good. <laughs> Hi, Mr. Jenkins. Uh, this is the credit card company. Um, we just wanted to call to ask you a couple of questions about your account. Uh, can you confirm? Did you make a purchase at Macy's three minutes ago for ten dollars? And then five minutes ago, make a purchase in New Mexico for five hundred dollars. <laughs> yes, that's correct. As you know, there are Macy's in New Mexico. This is not that strange. Um, it. <laughs> it was to be. It was. It was a really big Macy's. So they had like kiosks where you could buy hundreds of dollars worth of. I, I really don't see the problem here. This is this this call interrupted my dinner and i i don't appreciate that uh as you know i live in new mexico so this is very unorthodox we're sorry to bother you at home mr (laughs) jenkins uh myself mr (laughs) smeen i should have asked your name the credit card bureau uh only have your best interest in mind um in the future, it would help if you would let us know ahead of time if you are doing any shopping sprees, um, especially out of state, if you do go out of state. Um, just just wanted to clarify. Uh, you have a lovely oh, yeah. evening. Goodbye. Okay. Couple, I had such a good thoughts. opportunity to ask about you if I should, like, oh, let me speak to your manager, or, like, who do you think you are, or shit like that, and I just didn't think of it. We now we need to highlight the fact yeah. that Jake held his like gamer headset microphone the whole time as if he was on a conference call, even oh, though that was not the mic he was using. That's I'm clever. A, I'm a method actor. <laughs> that's good. Two, you went, <laughs> you bought these things five minutes ago, yeah. and now you are at home eating dinner. That's correct. Yes, I live at Macy's. <laughs> <laughs> Big Macy's. It's a big. All of New Mexico yeah. is a Macy's. <laughs> they they talked about re- renaming it New Me- New Mexico. <laughs> New Mexico. <laughs> Damn. Maybe it's not that's even the store them. Macy's. Maybe that's just like what I call my girlfriend's house. Macy's. But, you I don't know why out. I would have been buying things there. Yeah. yeah. She has a boutique. Yeah. Just want to she support her. Shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can respect that. Oh, that was that was something that was re- when I was working out in the middle of fucking nowhere. The gas station that I filled up, their credit card machines broke, and so they were using their little like square thing. Oh yeah, but it was just hooked okay. up to her personal iPad, so I had this <laughs> charge on our account to Tammy's iPad. <laughs> so I get home, and yeah. Lindsay straight up does the. So who's Tammy? <laughs> oh no. Because <laughs> I've been away for like 48 hours and yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> Why are you buying a vehicle's tank full of gas from someone's personal iPad? Yeah, so, um. It's a great question. $38, yeah. huh? That's what a whore costs these days? 
Sammy's $38. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. Yeah, she was kidding, of course. It was a really funny conversation. <laughs> All right, Cecil. Hey, listen. Come here. Listen, yeah, it's me. The, mm. It's me. It's Jake. We're here. We're in this. All right. It, it just seems like you've lost your motivation. Um, we can do a couple more reads off camera if you want to. Um, but uh, here's the scene. Um, you have the gun. You're in the grocery store. You see him. You shoot him. Okay. We can do the scene again. Um, just just, just kind of let me know what you need, Cecil. Um, I'm it, I'm doing my it, best with what I can. Um, it's just like it's just like wh- like why. Why does he shoot the gun, though? You know, like, what is... Like, this robber, you've written him down in the script as robber number two. Like, uh, what? what is his purpose in this... Like, I don't know. I... I feel well. One, I've been thinking of the name Julian. I think he should be called Julian. And second, I just I don't think I really I can't really step into this character. You know, if all I know about him is a, a gun, there's um, got to be more to it. You know, okay. Mr. Um, director. No, I'm 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 not the director. I'm I'm just oh. your your manager. Uh, I can ask the director, <laughs> but I think the answer is going to be the same as it has been every time. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's you just in said the no. script. Um. Yeah, I suppose I did say no. <laughs> I'm sorry, just said no. I'm right, horribly no, here, nearsighted. No, let, me just, yes. let me just do that last line. Um, <laughs> uh, Cecil, um, it's, it's going to be the same answer as it has been every time we've had this little issue. Uh, it's it's in the script is why. Um, and I just I'm going to need you to do it. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I was really hoping the punchline would be like, "Listen, we need to film this guy co-ed, and we need to film it now." Right. <laughs> yeah. So let's just get this rolling. We'll get it's the like, gecko. Make sure to enunciate right. what is in your wallet. Yeah, it's like it's like a Saturday morning commercial for Sunny D. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be the best punchline where he goes, "Yeah, what's in your wallet?" I don't know. It's like it better be. Yeah, Capital give it one. to me. I give me the wallet. Yeah. Rabbit. Well, <laughs> it's just another boggy day down here at the bog, Mr. Frog. <laughs> As we sit on this log. What are you up to today, Mr. Frog? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. I've been catching rays most of the days I've been down here in the bog. Uh, and you know what I says? I says to you, Mr. Frog. It's a scorcher, I tell you. It's a scorcher. Uh, Mrs. Toad wanted me to let you know. Say, Mr. Toad, tell him is what she said. Mr. Toad, tell Mr. Frog. It's real hard to rhyme all the time. I don't know how you do it in these recorded sessions. (laughs) Well, from one Mr. Frog to another Mr. Frog... As we sit here on our log. I was definitely Mr. Toad. Oh, okay. I was told by Mr. Toad (laughs) that you have uh, towed your car in the wrong direction. (laughs) 
I, I, lo- I got lost in the, the me- yeah thanks for the invite okay uh, I guess I'll see you later yeah it's a hot one oh boy <laughs> beautiful I absolutely love that you started your line with ribbit but you're clearly talking to someone named Mr. Frog <laughs> oh that was good <laughs> well, we can both be Mr. Frog. Exactly, I, was I would be Mr. Toad in the end. Oh, oh gotcha. I thought you were you were identifying yourself as Mr. Frog. Oh, it's too late. It's where we are now. Okay. This is the story. This is the. I thought after that we were both Mr. Frog. We only speak about each other in the fifth person. <laughs> the fifth person? <laughs> what is the fifth person? <laughs> oh, also, Jake. Mm. I was re-listening to an episode. Uh-oh. Where we were talking, we made a joke about our characters' levels. And oh, you made a yeah. comment about Jonathan was a quimp yeah. level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you said it had something to do with his ranking in the Bismarck family, and then yeah. we moved on? Yeah. Yep. It's true. Was I need to know, was that just you saying a stupid word, or is there more behind this there will be like like i as long as we get to the bismarcks at some point in this season there absolutely will be an explanation for him being the quimp level that's good because nathan you kind of promised in the recording you said out loud that's good folks because in the future we're gonna find out what means because i was so baffled because you just said a word (laughs) and i'm like i can't let you just make a good word word and just leave it there oh yeah (laughs) absolutely can't let you get away with i keep getting away with this (laughs) you can't keep getting away with it (laughs) gwendolyn the we the 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 fairy people who live under the floorboards we believe you have been sent to us <laughs> yes <laughs> for for to 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 fulfill the prophecy of the note on the refrigerator which says must let Cheese, and we don't know what that means. Some of us have thought it could simply mean mustard, lettuce, and cheese as a shopping list, but we believe (laughs) that there is a greater plan in this large and magical house world of ours, and we need you to join us on your your magical quest. What do you say, Gwendolyn? Oh my, oh, (laughs) oh little floorboard pixies, oh my, (laughs) may call you, may call you, Trixie the pixie, oh. Ah, yes, you were correct that my mother, my stepmother, my evil stepmother, of course, she wrote down the shopping list. She was going to write mustard, lettuce, and cheese. But then, after she wrote mustard, cheese, she died. Oh, my. Oh, no. And that's how I found you under the floorboards. (laughs) So... Yes, to answer your question, we must let there be cheese. And I have brought some craft singles for you. Here you go. Qu- oh. Gwendolyn, I, I, you, you are indeed the answer to our prophecy, but I'm starting to think that you were the, the dread monster that we spoke of in Legends, not our fabled hero. Um, <laughs> I, I implore you to let me go and not kill me. I... <laughs> 
I, don't I really need to know, is this some kind of, like... So says Trixie the Pixie. Yeah. Um, so, so saith. Yeah. Is this some kind of, like, Edgar Allan Poe-esque, um, I don't like, know, a man. telltale heart It wasn't supposed situation? to be Nathan. Well, no, because, Nathan, you said man. she yeah, died did. suddenly, and then yep. you found the Pixies under the floorboards. Yep. How yeah, like you were going to bury her. I left yeah. it. Yeah. So like you, I, my new you, favorite thing that I joke I've done twice is to say something weird and not resolve it. And oh, just, fair enough. Just go. That's what I did with the permit, and that's what I just did with that. And Nathan, I don't know how I feel about it. Th- th- that's an odd thing for you to say because you're saying it as if you don't know what improv is. <laughs> and I know for a fact that you've been studying it for years longer than I have. No, that's it's the, just it's just called. Yeah. Um, uh, ignoring your problems and making them somebody else's. Yes. Yep, that's kind of oh, what that, that I am good at. Yeah. There's got lots of options. It could be <laughs> her mother, her stepmother died, yep. fell on the ground, yep. caused the floorboards to jostle. Yep. It could be her stepmother died, and so she tried to bury her stepmother under the floor. Right. That's the one that I was feeling the most. That damned heart. It's up to the fans and the red line string people to figure it out. Oh, like on okay, gotcha. Like on a corkboard. Okay, I was like, red line, like the red line the string people is my favorite. The red line people novel. sounds terrifying until I realized what it meant. Yeah, it sounded so ominous. Uh, Mr. Johnson, your cat has come out of surgery, and there's no more testicles, so you don't have to worry about that. I'm sorry. There's we we specifically asked for the surgery to give him extras. This is the opposite of what we wanted, Doctor Feldspin. I've I, we're, we're, a lawsuit is coming. <laughs> right now, <laughs> you're here in this operating room. <laughs> you did it. That's it. You got him. That's everything. Check the boxes. Holy Ooh, shit! Boy. <laughs> They're going to hold a now, civil I, a civil trial in can, the operating room, yeah. Can I get that name one more time? Mine, Dr. Feld's... Yep, that was definitely the same thing both right. times. Yep. Yeah, of course. You can check the audio, right. yeah. You can check it. You can prove it. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, welcome to <laughs> the Icelandic steam bath. Uh, you, you, sir, you and your family, I see you have the tickets. You may please submerge in the hot water. <laughs> I need a minute. <laughs> please. <laughs> Come in. This is what you paid for. I have to make very... Okay. Okay. Yeah. Come yeah. on. It's nice. <laughs> you see, honey... You see, I told you this place is going to align our chakras so good. All right. Um, I don't know what your name is, but I'm just I'm sensing from your aura. I'm sensing from your aura that it's that it's that it's fjald. It's just what I'm feeling right now in this moment. Um, I would love to submerge myself in your waters. <laughs> Yes, I am Fjald. You felt it in your chakra. Please 
come and bathe in the natural heat of Mother Earth, so you may become in tune with who you have always been for a hello low fee of thirteen hundred dollars. <laughs> yep. yep. I was waiting for the the turn. <laughs> yeah. The prestige. The prestige. <laughs> 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 Chekhov's Chekhov's improv gag. If you start a three-line dialogue by the third line, it must go weird. Yeah. It must yeah. be funny. Yeah. Man, that was a fun voice though. It was, it was a good voice. You should I always feel like three line is my chance to like test out new voices and then I forget them. <sighs> yep. Well, I mean, you at least you have like an audio recording of this. You can always go back it's for it. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. All right, Ricky, listen to me. Now, I know they told you that the other the other guy who, who robbed the Arby's with you, I know they told you that he flipped and he said that it was all your idea, but you got to remember, Ricky, they'll tell you anything to try to get a confession. Just just stay quiet. I'm your lawyer. I know things, okay? I know we got we to gotta be smart about this, so don't tell them anything yet, all right? What do you think? Man, I ain't going to tell them nothing. <laughs> Man, I robbed that Arby's fair and square, and I ain't going to tell them how I did it, no. or how much I took, or why I did it. They ain't gonna know shit about me stealing that Arby's, Mr. Lawyer Man. Okay, no, no, Ricky, here's the problem. You, you, you can't tell them that you stole the Arby's. For one, that's unbelievable. I don't even know how you did it. But the whole point, you're, I'm, I'm telling you not to confess. God, maybe we should have just pled insanity. <laughs> that's a prestige. First of all. That's it, yeah. Mr. Lawyer Man. <laughs> Mr. Lawyer Man. It's it's actually Lawyerman. Uh, we're very particular about the pronunciation. Second of all, I I imagined that whole scene taking place with the prosecuting attorney sitting across the yeah. table from them, like as he's giving him <laughs> he's legal right counsel. There. Yeah, I go tell them nothing about that crime I did. They ain't never gonna get yeah. a confession out of me. And he's like, I I'm also, never going to confess I crime. I I also want to know how he stole the Arby's. It's just gone. Uh, we woke up and it was gone. <laughs> stole yeah, the Arby's. yeah. We don't even want a confession. We just want to know how. Yeah, we just want it back. That's what I'm not <laughs> telling just want you. It back. There were people working in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hostage situation. Oh no! I already told Mister Lawyerman. And I'm going to tell you, I ain't going to confess how or why. <laughs> Mr. Lawyerman is my father. <laughs> please, please, just Lawyerman. <laughs> Sid Lawyerman. Yeah. Sid, Sid Lawyerman. Dun-dun. Turn it off. My, this is not the last you've heard of Sid Lawyerman. My brother's name is Alan Lawyerman. He's a zookeeper. <laughs> Alexander, my little brother, come here. Look, I've been staring at the moon all night. And I finally have counted all the craters. God, oh, 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 wow, wow, Billy. Um, but but you know, there's you can't count all the craters on the moon because we only see one side of it forever. No one's ever seen the dark side of the moon. <laughs> and who knows how many craters are over there? <laughs> You're right, Billy. Yeah, I think it should be my sworn duty. To make sure there are no craters on the other side of the moon. My name's Alexander, why... but... <laughs> oh, that's right. You're Alexander. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, let me try that again. Then, Alexander, I shall make it my duty <laughs> to make sure there are no craters on the other side of the moon. Here with my laser gun. Oh. 
<laughs> Lost track of that scene. That really bad. took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was waiting with bated breath. Like, how is Nathan going to erase craters from the moon? With a laser. It cannot be winning. A fucking laser gun. I don't know. That I felt like a winner to me. Yeah, yeah. Look, all right, um, Jen, Jen, Jennifer, no, I'm sorry, it wasn't Jennifer, I thought it was Jennifer, but it's Jane, oh god, this is like my tenth, I know you're nervous about this driving test, but like, you really need to, your, your, your hands are shaking so much that I can hear it, and it's really, it's just, my headache's already bad enough, I, oh, look, kid, you're gonna be fine, what is it you're even so worried about, anyway? Oh, it's just this car. Oh, this car is haunted. Oh. <laughs> and I... Oh, it's the only one we had. My dad had, had to go to work. Because his car... My mom, she... Uh, oh, she that, that car wasn't working, so we had to use my grandpa's car, which she died in. Did crash. She just died in the car. Just, no one knows how. Oh, and I'm pretty sure it's haunted. Oh, it's fine, though. It's fine. I'll get, we can drive. We're driving. Fine. We got it. Okay. Um, the plus side here is that you're not scared of the driving test, so <laughs> you have a leg up on most most kids who take this uh this this exam. Um, downside is I think there is green slime oozing out of the uh, <laughs> the stick shift, and that's not supposed to happen. Um, oh, I can't drive stick. Oh, shit. <laughs> How did you get here? I, I love this character. I have so many questions. <laughs> really interesting. My Jane. <laughs> Jane. Jane and her haunted fo- uh, Volkswagen, yeah. Her haunted, her haunted like, fleet of cars. <laughs> that have all had... Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. There Jane and the so, haunted Volkswagen the sounds like cars. a... We had to take the honey car. Yeah. It sounds way too much like James and the Giant Peach. <laughs> oh, no, I was thinking it either sounded like a boxcar children novel or yeah. an episode of a pup named Scooby-Doo. <laughs> excellent, excellent. All right. And Jake. Red Herring was the driving instructor. Yeah. <laughs> um, hi. Uh, I don't I don't know if I'm in the right spot. Um, I was given a card and told to head back to exam room B. Um, my name's Kevin. Uh, I, I, I don't know if I'm in the right spot. Are you my doctor? <sighs> yeah, yeah. Um, ugh, it's been <laughs> so reassured. <laughs> yeah, th- it's been, uh, they, they remodeled room B and th- that was down the hall from C. So people couldn't find A. It's been a whole mess. Uh, you're in the right place though. So, uh, <sighs> yeah, sorry. So this is. My, my office is just for specifically nose related uh illnesses that's what that's what you're here for right kind of <laughs> um so far as uh it, is it an illness <laughs> sorry i'm a little nervous um uh, Dr. Nostrum. Um, is, is it an, is it an illness to have, to have, 
uh, uh, light <laughs> coming out of your nose. There it is. The reason I started laughing immediately after I was done is because I suddenly all at once realized that I gave you the weakest, like, return <laughs> sentence in any right? improv- improvisation dialogue that anyone has ever right? given anyone. And it uh, was so disappointing to hear it myself. The new information that I got was there is a remodel happening. The rooms <laughs> right. are confusing. I am a nose doctor. I'm is that what you're doctor. here for? Yeah. Tell me more about you, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Are you my doctor? Yo. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah, and sure. Yeah. yeah. This building guess, sucks, yeah. right? Anyway, noses. Right. Mr. Withensboro, uh, your we we took in your Toyota Corolla earlier today uh, for an oil change. We did notice some other problems, namely, um, there's no engine, and I just wanted to kind of ask how you got here, uh, Mr. Weathersboro. All right, listen. So I wasn't gonna bring it up, but now you guys saw that there's no engine. So I guess the cat's out of the bag, or the engine's out of the car, as it were. So <laughs> look, I I took the engine out of the car to put it in my friend's car because we thought that having two engines would make it go faster, right? Um, problem with that is it went too fast. So that car crashed um and that this might seem like it's unrelated to how i got my car here but you gotta bear with me um i the the that happened at the the top of the hill and then i got in this car and it just rolled down here that's how it got here it rolled um that's (laughs) That's the answer to your question, Mr. Mechanic Man. Uh, yeah, that is my God-given name. Um, (laughs) Mr. Weathersboro, um, I'm gonna need you to remove this vehicle, (laughs) because you've wasted a lot of our time today for a number of reasons. Uh, namely, I absolutely cannot do an oil change on this vehicle, and I, I think maybe you know why. <laughs> I cannot do an oil change. There's no oil. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's no tricky to, to do oil. without an engine. You'd think so, yeah. I yeah. am... <laughs> I am just swinging and missing lately on three-line dialogues. I was going to say, I feel like it's cheating with how long we make our lines, because, like, the challenge of it is establishing I, yeah. so many things thing, Jamie, in such a short time. You don't need time. to answer all the world's problems. No, you just no, need no, to no. say who you are, where you are, and how you know this guy. So you could just say, I don't know, that's why I brought it to you. It's missing an engine. Well, you know? I, but that, I, I that feels a little bit like a no-but yeah, I I figured Maybe. in this case I should at least try to answer the specific question he gave me. And then halfway through I realized I wasn't doing that and I was like, "Oh shit, I still have to answer that question." I still have to answer how did the car become <laughs> yeah, here? Cuz this this fucking I mean, you story answered it. is not contributing to that answer. Yeah. You definitely answered it. You answered the question and I thought it was a good answer. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That I appreciate that. How did we get here by Mr. Weathersboro? Yeah. Yep. All right, no. Pembele. It seems that uh, I have been able to repair your wand. It was damaged in your last duel, but uh, as your 
lifelong wound repairman. <laughs> I was able to fix it Pembele. Wow. There we go. One more time. What is that name? <laughs> Pemberley. Pemberley. Okay, I just I Pem- needed Pemberley. <clears throat> Pemberley. Yep. <laughs> oh, you've outdone yourself again, Simmons. <laughs> Couldn't even tell there was magic damage. <laughs> I'm sorry to have called you to my estate at such short notice, but uh, what do I pay you for? <laughs> well, I honestly. If you just were to make some crumpets and turn on the telly and we could just watch the game together like we used to, I think that would be payment enough. Also, maybe a kiss. I don't know. That's optional. (laughs) What the fuck? I would hope it's not required. Yeah, yeah it we're better be optional. Some, like, serious consent laws. <laughs> All right, Pemberley and Simmons, the magical I, that's a good duo. What that's a, a good what team. a, what a scene you've laid out for us. Yeah, I also appreciate that you made it in your estate because in my head it was originally in the shop, but I never said it. So I was like, you know, we'll see where he takes it. And I'm glad. It <laughs> and I took it where I thought. To the comfort of my own estate. Yeah. yeah. And I thought that was great. Hey, fellas. Welcome to... Welcome to Mordred and Sons Bowling Emporium. Uh, the shoes are on the wall over there. Uh, it's $10 per play. Uh, it keeps going until the 10th frame. You knew that. There's snacks over by the pizza bar. Anything in particular I can get for you today? Uh, so I'm guessing Mordred himself isn't it? Listen, I'm, <laughs> I am the Filon Géportoin, the bowling expert. As you can see, I have brought my own shoes and my own balls. Uh... <laughs> I will not be needing anything from you. Just get the pins up, and we're going to be rolling ourselves <laughs> some 300s, if you know what I'm saying. Wow. Thank you. All right. I, I don't know about that's all great, but you do still have to pay. Um, I see you have <laughs> euros in your hand, and unfortunately, that's not going to do it. Uh, uh, do it. Uh, but there's an ATM by the bathroom, so yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Do you remember what, what the fuck name you just said? Because that was incredible. Man, that went out my mouth and into the garbage. I don't know what the hell I said. That was. It was a good name, though. I'm a big um, fan. Gonzo, Jamie. Yeah. This, this, your character just reminded me of this audio. That was a lot in a short time, and I didn't have context for any of it. You're crazy. I like it. So much. Okay. Girl. (laughs) Hey, Questies, it's me, Nathan. And I hope you enjoyed the second volume of Three Line Dialogues. We still have many more clips, so if this was something you enjoyed, please let us know. And I will begin collecting, uh, assembling. Our, the third volume of, of Three Lines. Maybe we'll make it into a trilogy. Uh, but 
don't worry, that's not going to be happening soon because the next episode of Night's Quest will be returning to the main storyline with episode 31. It will be coming out on May 6th. We will get episode 31. So you'll get Star Wars Day, you'll get Cinco de Mayo, and then you'll get Night's Quest. I mean, that's that's just going to be a power-stacked week. Uh, another announcement we have for you, I know some of you had asked for this for like years ago, and we finally did it. Uh, we made a Night's Quest Twitter, at KQPod, because KQ Podcast was already taken. So we'll just take KQPod. Um, you can follow us on there, um, where we're going to tweet stuff. Uh, just know that we're going to be trying some new things out social media wise. So let us know if you like them. And of course, head on over to kqpodcast.com where you can get access to all of the music that we've made available, all of our merch. We got our brand new Chub the Dog stickers, giving you a nice positive thumbs up. Uh, and you can head on over to our Patreon as well. A huge shout out to all of our patrons uh, for your support. Thank you so much. Of course, a big shout out to our better tier patrons, Lauren Grace, Mike, those dang high elves again, and Lowell Long May He Grain. If you'd like to join them, again, head on over to kqpockets.com, click Patreon. The newest episode that we just released for our patrons was the sequel to The Ballad of Bombadiglio. And let's just say things got really weird. <laughs> Jamie and I were not prepared for how wild things actually got. It it, it was world-changing. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still shaking. Um, so if you want to listen to that, along with many other bonus content, um, head on over to kkpockets.com, click on Patreon, and join for the support. Thank you for your patience over this mini break as we got caught up on a recording schedule. We should be... Good to go for a good long while now that we've got a new rhythm of recording. The blooper will be played right after a promo for another show, so please check that out. And may your place in his story be long. Welcome to Arius and meet the Ram Pack and Party Advantage, a D&D play podcast. Join Manny, Garrus, Roshin, and Tagoro as they travel the vast lands and learn long-forgotten secrets and find themselves in all kinds of shenanigans. So what are we doing? Drugs. We did that in season one already. Did we? Well, you did. Yes. Tagoro got a taste warm. Oh, God. I, I, I'm now the personal healer, and I have to take care of Manny? Well, I mean, your, your girlfriend was the personal healer more than you. Remember? I'm a dragon? Yeah. Oh, boy. I mean, last time you were a dragon, it didn't go so good. Let's not repeat, okay? Exne on the Dragne. Got it? Tune in every other Wednesday on all your favorite podcast platforms of choice and on YouTube. Will the party find the advantage on their next encounter? Only one way to find out. See you then. Do we want to do three lines or do we want to just get going? We can do three lines. I like three let's, lines. Let's do a quick and dirty three line. I will, be, I will be cognizant of trying to go a little bit faster than previous times. Quick and dirty. Yeah. Like... My cooking. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to think of something, and there was there was the best that was the best joke I got. Okay, who's going first? Quick and dirty. Uh, Jamie's going first because he's going to be quicker about it. Oh sure, sure. James, go first. Um. Uh, hello, sir. Welcome to Quick and Dirty Laundromat. Uh, uh, who are you I, talking I, to? This is going to be Nathan, I guess. Okay. Yep. Hello, sir. Welcome to Quick and Dirty Laundry. I realize that most laundromats don't te- typically have a, a, a front desk employee, but that's just the kind of service we like to provide at Quick and Dirty Laundromat. How can I help you? Uh, how can I help you today? My name is Josh. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, hey, Josh. Um, 
Look at my shoulders. Um, y'all don't got cops here, right? You don't got cops. Uh, I need to get my clothes clean. They're not supposed to be this red. Y'all are quick, right? Y'all are quick. Y'all, y'all fast about. I just need, I need these washed. Uh, I need these washed, Josh. Like right. There's no cops though, right? No. We're good though. I just can't. I can't have them know that I stole all this paint. And then right. murdered a guy. And then murdered oh, a guy. <laughs> there it is. And now he's an accomplice. You gotta help me, Josh. Yeah. We definitely don't have any cops. Wink. Mr. Mr. John Doe. Wink. Wink. Uh, we also don't. We also don't have any washers, though. They all broke down. So <laughs> you're kind of out of luck. Oh, my God. Oh, the twists and turns on that one. Twists and fucking turns on that one. That's just the kind of service we offer here. Quick and dirty. <laughs> Quick and dirty. <laughs>